0: The Sailor Jimmy Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Rooftop Solutions. Stephen Smolko and his team are the best in the roofing business. Give us a call at 832-512-5758. Again, that's 832-512-5758. Welcome to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Your one-stop shop for raw takes on current events, sports, news, and everything in between. Inspiring people to chase their dreams, share their success stories, and find joy in life. Now, here's your captain at the helm, U.S. Navy veteran Jimmy Rogers.
1: Welcome to episode three, season three of the Say Jimmy podcast. Today we have the lovely Caitlin Warren, who's starting to become a like permanent Recurring. co-host yeah. here. And then we also have today Cody Hibbert, Texas country music artist, good friend of mine. Welcome to the show from way back. From way back. I'm way back. <laughs> Cody, welcome to the show. We like to start the show off doing rapid fire, so we're going to throw some questions at you, get your brain moving a little bit. Uh, Oh, man. So we're looking for one word. We always say this every week. We're looking for one word responses. So don't overthink it. It's the first word that comes to mind. Okay. Caitlin, you want to do it?
2: Sure. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) What is your dream job? Singer. If you could cure the world of any problem, what would it be?
1: Work ethic. Man, that's a good one. That's we haven't heard one. that one on the show yet.
2: No. What's your favorite superhero?
1: I guess my dad.
2: Ooh, okay. Who inspires you? Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny you <laughs> say that because I
1: thought when I was typing this question earlier, I was like, I bet he's going to say me just to be funny. <laughs> oh, right. Not very many people inspire me, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, man. You do. Appreciate that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Favorite concert ever played?
3: Concert in the country. Oh, guy's 2020 brown edition today. <laughs> I should I, no. I should sat by you. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> he
2: he was pretty sharp. Yeah, on It him, was so. uh
3: that was definitely one of the uh, most rewarding concerts I've ever done. You know I'm big on yeah of course fans coming in coming out of the reaction. I mean that's what every artist strives for. But I, I enjoy like even like there's you know there's a place in Boulder City we play that you know they start in a food truck. Now they own like a whole street of just right. restaurants and it's just cool to them. Like I said, work ethic watch. Where it starts from, and you know, I came in when you guys were relatively still, kind of building. I mean, mm-hmm. but you guys, what you guys have built into, and
1: it's the same for you. Watching you from, man, I met you; you were barely getting started, maybe less than a year in journey. Yeah, and I'd say so. To yeah. see where you from then to now, work ethic and just the grind, and how far you've come. You passed a lot of people real fast, so well, you inspire me too, man. It's all work.
3: Well, work ethic and good friends. I mean, yeah. giving me a shot and. And that's kind of what this whole thing is. And you just, you get that shot, you just got to take it. And yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be honest with <laughs> you. I'm just sitting there playing music. Do and, most
2: of us know what we're doing. Right.
3: No, that's what you get the one life to yeah. live. And I don't think anyone really knows how to live it besides that's trying true. to do the right thing. So,
2: so how long uh, have you been playing music?
3: Almost three years now. Huh? Professionally, I guess you could say. I started doing my first, I guess professionally would be when you're making money. Yeah. is that right? <laughs> I
1: guess. I, mean, I guess we playing for women. I don't I don't think. Yeah, you can call yourself a professional singer because you're making money. Because there's a lot of no offense to anybody, but yeah. there's a lot of people out there that sing for 150 bucks. I wouldn't necessarily say they're professional singers. It's something yeah. maybe they do on the side. But I always say I think if you quit your day job yes. and you're doing it and you're traveling and stuff like that, I think you're then you become okay. like a professional.
3: I make well, if we're going 150
2: off 50 for not singing. <laughs> they normally kick me off. So. <laughs>
3: I guess if we're doing day job, I quit my day job a year and two months ago. I always tell people it's when I dropped my first single, kind of. It's pretty much when, which it really is, pretty much when I first started. It was September 2019, so it was that two and a half years ago. Right. So
1: wow. we've been Ooh, doing it. Let's go through some of these answers you gave on, on Rapid Fire. Yeah. So your dream job was to be a singer. So you're living your dream job. Uh, Say it every night, every show. If you could cure any problem in the world, it would be work ethic. I think that's very interesting because – I almost I haven't heard anybody say that yet, Caitlin, but yeah. like work ethic is huge on me, too. And most people, they want success, but they don't want to work for it. Yeah. And imagine if everybody in the world had great work ethic. It would be, be a weird world. Yes, It would be a weird world. <laughs> You'd cure the, the world of laziness.
2: I don't know if I'd have a job. Yeah. I get most of my jobs because people aren't good at their job. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> How much work would there be out there if everybody was just great at everything? Right. You know, somebody's got to do the crappy stuff.
2: It's true.
3: Think how much war- better the world would be. Imagine like what is it? like the trucks these days aren't built like they used yeah. to. Like your old heads, all say that all the time. And imagine if like everyone just got
1: together and just decided that everything needed to be great. Yeah, it'd be great. I got to be honest with y'all. I get really angry about work ethic with other people. Like it's one thing. Like I'm now that you bring it up. Like it bothers me like wholeheartedly and. Sometimes I probably overreact to like my staff and stuff because I expect them to have the same work ethic as me. And they just, not everybody does. Yeah. But it's something that really grinds my gears. So
2: it happened to me right before this show. So I get it. Did it? There's one of those moments where you're just like, am I overreacting or should I be a little stricter
1: with somebody that works for you? Yeah. Oh, I no. thought you meant Jimmy
2: overreacted,
1: <laughs> r- overreacted on you.
2: Definitely Jimmy.
1: Oh yeah, it's always Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm a punching bag for everybody. Bring it on. <laughs> but in the military, they teach you work ethic. So then you you know a lot of veterans yeah, struggle with it. You when You were they in
2: come the out. Navy, so.
1: Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's <is> so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
3: it technically was so, <laughs> Technically, so was I. So
2: oh, now you're offending both of yeah.
3: us. Yeah. No, get her no, out of here. No, yeah, security, no. get her off I'm the show. Off this podcast,
2: this <laughs> <one>. <laughs> That was only and... towards Jimmy. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's was, it was supposed
1: to be fun. <laughs> I apologize to all the sailors out there who are offended by yeah.
2: <laughs> that. Hey, I'm a sailor. I wasn't in the Navy. Ooh. I sail. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: right. Your ex-husband was a... A Captain. Captain. A boat, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, and they also are called pilots, call, they're actually called chips. Well, that's true, they are called chips. <laughs> but we can call it
1: a boat too. Yeah, you said that I inspired you. Thank you very much. You inspire me, yes. Then your favorite concert, concert in the country, that's pretty. Humbling for you to say that. I know you have played a lot of great shows. Oh, you yeah. played with Cody Johnson. You haven't you played with yeah. Cody Johnson? Cody
3: Johnson, uh, some big time, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Easton Corbin, like Randall King, bunch of good guys.
1: Who was the headliner of the year? You played concert in the country. It was Easton. Easton. Yeah, that's the first time I met him.
3: Most of your <laughs> shows are pretty much the same. Fans know the music. You have a lot of fun. You give them what they're, and that's what you know goes back to the work ethic. Like you want to put it in the work because they put the work in sure. to spend money on your tickets and merch. So we won't give them the same show every single night, and we do. I mean, we still get them ones that are complete duds, and you still put the same. <laughs> you smile on, and you play, but uh, you still do that shot deal. Yeah, you, the, the drinking you, game at the end. Yeah, yes, but <laughs> I no longer participate. <laughs> we bring the opener back on and make them do it. Oh wow, yeah, it that's was, good. Yeah. It, wow, uh, were you just getting too hammered? Well, it was just. uh <laughs> I'm not big. Like I don't even drink to the week, honestly. Yeah. So it's like hard for me to like get that like. Going back again, like I don't know. I guess We're forcing you to secrets, drink today. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a, so. I don't mind a little whiskey every once in a while. But
2: he makes enough money now that he doesn't have to do it.
3: Well, it's just it's more fun <laughs> because honestly, I'll tell you why. Me and Trevor, you know Trevor, my guitar yeah. player. Where this is the part where we are lazy. We haven't come up with any new songs for the game here. So we- <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then the
1: truth comes out. Right? So I
3: was like, you know what? I was like, you really, yeah. Really-
2: all openers right. so take note.
3: You find a video of the game that's just study up on that, you know. So do you go to the opener
1: before the show and like, hey man, I'll bring you back up? Yeah, I We're have to. We're gonna play this game. Like yeah. I don't care if you don't drink, you're gonna drink tonight. <laughs> well, no, that's why
3: like my last one we had last week, I take something before I said and the first it's always, Are you twenty one? Okay, yeah. good. All right.
2: That's good. Do you have, have a driver? Have ethic, yeah. Right? Okay, good. All
3: right. Before you tell them what you're about to tell them. Yes. And then so uh, they don't give them an excuse. And then they're always scared and they're like, wow, what's up, man? Do I, do I need to get a driver or do it? <laughs> just, like, just be ready. And we bring them up just and it's always ready. a. I feel bad because the songs that, like I said, me and Trevor's been playing this for I don't know how long now. And we bring the opener up hoping they know something. And nine times out of 10, they don't know any
1: of them. Oh, no. So, so, just, so just so you know, so you know Kane, before he finishes. So what they do is. His guitar player starts playing like a beat or a... We call it a random riff. A random... Okay. okay, so yeah. it's... And then if Cody knows a song, you start singing it? Yeah, we do like a burst.
3: It's a, It started off as a medley. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I was just like, why don't we just add a little extra...
1: You don't see that. If but- you don't know the song, then he has to take a shot. Right. Okay. And then okay, if so. I get it...
3: Yeah, if I got it right, me and the crowd got it right. Because that's what the crowd would be singing in. And it's just popular music, whatever. Yeah. And then Trevor used to take a shot. And then... I was just like, I'm not doing this every single freaking show. <laughs> so we had Chad Cook Band, this last one. We played a festival together, and Chad was already pretty lit before the show. Right. B- before our – so I brought him back on. Oh, wow.
1: But that was interesting. He
3: didn't know a single one. Oh, oh man. No. And he's not so a – So how
2: many do you typically play?
3: Oh, just depends how the crowd's acting yeah, i mean i think oh, we've when done you it, when
1: you were at sawyer y'all did it like maybe like seven or eight as i say we've done
3: like you
2: got to take a shot because there was there's a, there was a ton
1: out. of people at sawyer and that's what yeah if the crowd's having fun with it i'm sure you guys just keep going
2: which with we it. Yeah.
3: we used to i'm telling all the secrets we used to water them down yeah so it wasn't say, so bad you ever put you know but for or... the openers <laughs> we don't yeah which is do yeah we yeah
1: <laughs> that's great
3: now, granted, I mean, I'll be nice and I'll take one from them every once. So, yeah. I mean, they're only doing a few, and they're only—they're not too bad. But
2: it's kind of like hazing them into it, right? You know, you Is gotta, that, Can we you gotta say gotta that
1: real, these days? I mean, uh,
3: hazing
2: we're not, we're not a sorority or fraternity. Right. I think we're fine. Well, we, can say, I don't care. we can say it
1: on this show, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm <if laughs> all about being real. If it's like saying it's one thing. But
2: so sure, I was in I'm a hazing
1: sorority. you. Yeah, like, I was the
2: president of my sorority. I mean, at the end of the day, we we did things, but it was. Things like you said, you make sure from the beginning you're 21, you have a driver, you're making sure that these people aren't getting alcohol poisoning necessarily, right? Responsible, so, exactly. Right. You know, that's more than
1: they do in the military.
2: Exactly, they don't ask those so. questions. In the military.
3: <laughs> well, that's what uh, I don't know. I always thought it was cool watching. I'm a big YouTuber, yeah. So if I can cancel Netflix, I can't. Do you subscribe all. to J- Sale Jimmy podcast. Yeah, <laughs> where's that edit button?
2: That was slow.
3: Um Yeah, we should. That one got the right. We working. picked up a new subscriber today. Yeah. It's fun. But no, that's right. <laughs> Subscribe Sailor Jim <Gym> Podcast. <laughs> Thank it's you legit. for the shout out. So you at, at home at night and just go through YouTube videos oh, all morning. My dad does that. Yeah, I'll be sitting there working and watching. You know, yeah. I'll be. What about TikTok?
2: Are you into that now? I hate TikTok with
3: passion. Oh, okay.
2: So I do it because YouTube.
3: Well, TikTok is a huge tool for any business artist. Anything. I mean, my favorite dude on TikTok is that guy that has the car dealership and he just cusses up a storm, tells (laughs) everybody they suck and they're broke. Oh, it's great. I love it. He's just real anyway his business is booming like yeah. you see like if you watch the first video like he has a bunch of junky cars and they're like by the <laughs> last video like if you look behind him in the lot like there's nicer vehicles and right. stuff a lot of kids starting out like man what do you and i said well you gotta do it like you do i don't it. do it as much because it's not really who i am yeah but also it helps if i post a video and half the people are like that's oh,
1: something that a lot of you guys have to i feel like that's how you know you're mature as an artist. Like you just said, it. You're. It's not really who you are to mm-hmm. be a social media poster, and you probably like TikTok's hard to like. I like my girl Shelby that works for me at Boots for Trip. She's really good at it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to make a good TikTok. Okay, Man. but something that makes me understand you're a mature artist is you don't you're not necessarily it's not necessarily your thing. Yeah. But you know the value that it brings. You know you have to do it because it's gonna make your oh yeah your business successful. And there's the artists out there that don't understand that. No. And it drives me crazy as somebody that actually is a talent buyer and does promoting yeah. like it drives drive me just completely insane. Well I think that's one thing in this industry and I'm
3: nowhere where I want to be. Yeah. But we've done quite a bit in the last two and a half years. Right. And like I said it's mostly all hard work friends and, and fans. That's all I care about, you know. And but you still have to keep an open mind. And you know, my biggest thing that I guess irritates me about music in general is how people forgot that there's other genres in the world mm. these days. And and like I was watching a live video, and this this guy got on, and I got on, and it shows you get on live. And I, he got so excited. I was in his live, and I watched for a little. I like to watch. I mean, I like yeah. to see what you know. And then someone asked him a question about, do you think Lady Gaga's talented? And this dude just starts ripping her. Oh, boy. No, she ain't talented. She's bare, she just up there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the woman acted before she sang. Right. Like Just because she's she doesn't talented. sing Texas country or red dirt or country music. Or just because yeah. you, you don't like the music. Yeah, she's or right, because talented. You, like, she's, you can't deny one talent. You can't deny hard work. You know, that's what in this industry in Texas music, you know, we uh, there's so many different styles. And you just can't. I tell everybody, like, People get mad that I don't have whatever a fiddle player in my band. Yeah. I don't care. You know, I don't want a fiddle player. Yeah. I love steel. Yeah. You know? And I love having heavy guitar. I sure. like having that's my difference than me being me and Randall King. Right. Where Randall has well, I guess Randall's he does have fiddle on a lot quite a bit of his songs and or Cody and but you go through there and you know, you get them one people who are like, That's not country or that's, yeah. that's not this, this and it's just like, man That's just the world being evil, man. Well, it's not so <laughs> much that it's just, yeah. I would say it's more it have, well I mean, just there's like this opening. perception
1: on what you have to have exactly, to, to to qualify yeah. as a Texas country artist. Mm-hmm. But, but it's not just
3: country. And I mean, it's, it's, it's an, I don't know how, I mean, I'm genres. a huge rock band. Yeah. That's what you get the, like Avenged Sevenfold was one of my favorite bands growing up. Good and man. so, but you see how many people don't like Avenged Sevenfold because they're mainstream rock. And it's just like, dude, they, one of the most talented musicians, every single one of when them. We
2: didn't say Nickelback.
3: I like, I, like back. I, I, do like I like Nickelback. I actually
1: do, too. I like Nickelback.
2: I'll admit it, too. I that, like them. Yeah. So yeah. That's the goal. Krogan, yeah. Bring
1: Nickelback. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that concert would be great.
2: Just for this, we're either going to make it big or we're going to really tank. Well, we're
4: going to get shot down.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> get Nickelback and Aaron Lewis. Oh.
4: oh yeah. Who's
1: headlining?
3: I guess Nickelback.
1: <laughs> oh, I would say
3: probably. Avril man, yeah. There you go. Hey, well, one of my favorite concerts it was Nickelback, Bench Sevenfold, and yeah,
1: I think Breaking Benjamin.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
1: well,
3: um, which is
2: also a great band. Yes. I love Breaking Benjamin.
1: That's very interesting you say that, but I think that what you're really bringing up is the fact that, and I've noticed this in my career. <laughs> no matter how, no matter what you do, there's always there's always these people out there that just love to just irritate and love to just be negative and love to just. It just doesn't. It's always going to be there, man. Like yeah, I mean, you can't it's, re- get uh, you rid can't, of them. Like you can't I'm, get I'm rid actually, of them, and you can't listen to them. And yeah, I'm actually fascinated by the fact that how just the world is these days is just how people are just so. I'll give you an example. Okay, when we had to move Clay Walker concert from the Texas Hideout to what we do concert in the country, we're usually yeah. going to have it in Hockley, and it was to for reasons that we had no control over. Right, so <clears throat> so we moved the concert over, and then we start getting these comments on Facebook about. Why is it being moved? This is poor planning. Like people just start going off. They have no clue of anything going on behind the scenes. They don't know why, what you've been through with the fire marshal, what you've been through with yeah. the reasonings and the stress. You can't sleep at night. I mean, and I like to think I'm a good person. I hope I'm a good person. And here they are just insulting the crap out of my company, my business. I'm a veteran owned company. They're putting me down They're and they have no clue about what, what's going on. Yeah. I've never in my life gone onto a thread on Facebook or any platform and just started commenting, yeah. rude, I mean, st- rude shit about somebody's shit that I don't know anything about, yeah. you know. And it just baffles me how mean and rude people are these
2: days. So let me for ask no you: Does that fuel you to be better, or does it hinder you?
3: I stay fueled no matter what. I don't care.
2: That's but a good answer. If
3: I, I always tell everybody: If I gave an honest shit about, yeah. I wouldn't be an Asian guy trying to play. country music, <laughs> to Be honest with you, right? I mean, that's true. I My I mom mean, was adopted at a, at a young age, and dad used to tell me all the time. He said, "Man, I got made fun of just as much as you're going to get made fun of." Yeah. He just, they're going to make fun of you for a different reason. Yeah, he said, "It is what it is. People are going to do what they do." <laughs> all I try to do, and because that's even when people are like, "What kind of music do you play?" I don't even say really country.
1: Yeah,
3: I just say I play real music. Stuff so yeah. that comes from here. <laughs> like I mean, that's what and I him, think sir. music started out with was just being real, and being and real. I think people need to kind of go back to being real. That's why I don't yeah. get I don't get political, I don't get religious. Yeah. If you want to talk about it off show, like I'm an open book yeah. about anything. But for me behind this mic like
1: yeah.
3: I didn't major, I didn't go to school to be a preacher, I didn't yeah. go and major in government, nothing like that. I, I know it, I know yeah. how it works. But for me it's coming from my opinions and I think like you said, it's people don't know the background. People yeah. don't know what people are going through keep an open mind i think we've forgotten how to keep an open mind and we're so quick to put down each other before we are to think about each other's shoes and then at the end of the day i mean i feel like we all have the same goals to try to live right. a successful and great life and affect as many people as possible but we tend to forget that putting down somebody that's working his ass off or or her for putting you know you well, know
1: they, they they like you said they jumped to that conclusion so fast cuz yes. when i when i responded yeah. Then the people, some of them were like, "Oh, I apologize. Like I should have thought before I spoke." Blah blah. Right. And that's the thing that by jumps to these conclusions. It's like people initially automatically think negative and bad about anything instead of thinking good and positive. Right. They, their minds, human nature goes to the
2: negative. Output. The negative or
1: bad about it. Well, it's the so negative or bad on them. Yeah.
2: Right. They
3: don't
1: think like,
2: well, it's crap. I hope nothing themselves.
1: happened
3: You know, I hope nothing happened to boots for troops or I hope they're not going through or Clay Walker or, or Clay like Walker like, or, yeah, yeah, they, yeah like their first reaction is Well, I made plans to go to the show blah yeah. blah blah now <laughs> he's
1: just sounded like a Karen
3: there <laughs> you know I it really yeah, it is It's it, 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 and it's on both sides yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't get because it's not a Democrat Republican liberal conservative no. thing it's in general yeah. I've watched I don't it know really how many is. people you know and it's that's why I say it. I don't get because I've watched people on the same beliefs that I believe yeah. act like jackasses just as much as the ones on the other side one of my favorite songs is right now is human by cody johnson and i you know i knew the story behind it before it got cut man it just it's true it's like man we just have to kind of just like i kind of know it's about you know relationship but in general it's being a decent human being again in life and you know
2: good genuine connection right
3: i think one of the best ones that all boys hung out with that you know we played shows was cody canada Oh, he's that, cool. That he's man really is cool. just loves. He's, lo- he's real down Loves earth. human life. Yeah. Like, and cares for it. And then I think that's what's cool. And doesn't, me and him are total opposites, probably. Well, I say that. I mean, we're decently close. But right. as far as music wise, like, we're I guess we, you'd say we're a little bit opposite. But anytime we play a show with him, he's the first one to come out, hang out, say, you know, great show. And then he's humble.
1: Very. So. Somebody told me, one of my mentors said, I used to get really upset about people doing that crap. Like they would come in on me and I'd be like, I'm punching bag. And I, back in my young entrepreneurial days, first coming up in the business world, the mean stuff, it would just eat me alive. Yeah. You know, I could have a thousand people love me. One person could just knock me on my ass. And this person not even matter. One of my really good friend and mentors, Kenneth Kirchhoffer, told me you got to learn to have alligator skin. Yeah, you got to learn that, especially in the world that you're living in and what you're doing. Like, yeah, it's gonna, it's never gonna end. There's gonna be people that do it, and you have to learn to uh, have alligator skin and just don't yeah. let it get inside of you. Like, you or <clears throat> you have to be smarter than them, <laughs> and you can
3: sit there and point out,
1: yes, yeah. Oh, dude.
3: yeah, I don't mind you talking. Yeah. Crap on me, my boys, my team, yeah, my friends. But it better not be a stupid remark. Like, yeah. you better have... You better... <laughs> you better,
1: you better uh, You're really good on Twitter, too. Oh, I can't you say be. Something. You come up with your own tweets? Oh, yeah. That's, that's all me. <laughs> I'm like, man, he's a really good tweet. I sit back. So, same thing.
3: You know, we hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. I don't can
1: there,
3: Finally, last awesome. week. And it wasn't nothing like... I was, like, searching for him. Mm. You know, really it really is. It's just fans start following and stuff like that. But... I don't I hate social
1: yeah, yeah. One of your biggest fans is in the, is I in know the studio. That's, I'm glad you were able to come. It's our birthday too. Yeah. Twenty one. Yeah.
3: Birthday. 21.
1: yeah. <laughs> but same thing,
3: social media Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. I don't care. But every once in a while I'll get a wild hair. I'd just be like, dude, I really just want to say this just because this is something if you get to know me, what you know yeah. me, yeah, I'm pretty loud and obnoxious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, most people wouldn't think that like if they just saw you, right? Right. But yeah, yeah you're a lot of fun. Yes. And speaking of who you are. I've been booking shows in, in the entertainment business for about seven years, and I've worked with, you know this, most of everybody yeah. in the Texas scene, Oh yeah, top to bottom. I had a birthday party two years ago, and I was like, man, I'm going to call some of my friends to come play my birthday party. So I called up a couple people, and of course, I don't ever expect anybody to do anything for free. I don't believe in it, and you and I have had this conversation like... I'm always going to offer to pay anybody. When I oh. called you and said, hey, man, will you stop by my birthday jam and play a few songs and whatever, you were so appreciative of, of what I had done for you. Yeah, You straight up said, I'm not charging you. I'm going to come do it for free. And mm-hmm. you're the only person in the history of ever of me doing this that said, hey, I appreciate what you did for me. Let me come by and do this for you. Yeah. I think Jake Worthington did one show for me a long time ago for free as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, that, like, that hit me hard. I'm like, man, somebody – and ever since then, I've had none but so much respect for you and how humble well, you are.
3: Like I said, it's it's all about the one life to live and how right. you're going to affect somebody else and not make it all about yourself. Yeah. And uh, I think that pissed me. And you helped to pack
1: care packages. Well, right? I was
3: saying I really wanted to get out there and pack yeah. care packages because I remember when I was you know at the naval academy, how much yeah. care package meant to me. And I think it's part of that too is like you know not graduating and <laughs> seeing my buddies or even the stories I hear now you know from concert in the country and I do a lot of other stuff. other companies too that my trials and tribulations i guess you could say are nothing compared to the service members and armed forces and even the ones in poverty here and you know unless it's self-inflicted but my life could be a lot lot worse and it could be taken away just like that so to me it's just how can i help out how can i you know unless the money wasn't even a thing especially like the one you asked me that it was just it was like man i just want to get out there and pack some care packages, you know? So yeah. it's just, it's
1: just, nobody's ever done that. So that was really cool. Well, but was, I appreciate you
3: inviting me. I
0: bought
4: two tables just
1: because of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot
4: about that. <laughs> you was there.
1: Well, a lot of people don't look at it, look at it from that perspective. And if they did, their life's perspective would change because Americans are spoiled. I'm an American. I love my people, but I've been on the other side of the world. I know the spoiledness we live with. And you bring up a good point by saying, Life could be so much worse for all of us, even when we're having our darkest days or darkest moments. If we just take a step back and say, well, at least we have a roof over our head, we have food, we can... I've been in places in the world where you can't go down the street and grab a Gatorade from the from yeah. the gas station,
3: Let's you know? Let's talk about
2: water. It's not huh? free anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. Water.
1: Yeah, water. What's well, what? Plumbing.
2: Yeah. I mean...
3: Yeah. We got but, a lot of rights and a lot of freedoms, and but people, a lot of people tend to forget that we still have to work to keep those rights exactly. and freedoms, you know? Exactly. That's and so true. Part of that work is caring that we have them. So, well, I mean, you've seen enough shows. We say it mm-hmm. every single show. I still say it. That I point out. I don't get yeah. religious. I don't get political. But you appreciate the troops. So. We appreciate the American worker and the American troops because yeah. that's why we are even on stage. Hundred percent. And Amen. so, I don't know if I
1: will ever bring a lot of people together, but we're trying. So. <laughs> <laughs> No man, I think you already have your is inspirational as well. And on the Sailor Jimmy podcast, we like to hear people's inspiring stories and you have one. Yeah. You were working in the oil field, work you were just a everyday worker going to work, I'm assuming nine to five or weird seven crazy to, hours. Uh, well my last job I did was more like seven to like nine. Yeah. Like we were
3: doing a lot of it was out in West Virginia out in the middle nowhere.
1: And you're in the oil field doing like what I was, was welding. Yeah. Yeah, welding. Like you're doing Yeah. Started out a. Uh, Started right? yeah, yeah. Started out as a helper,
3: labor, and then kind of worked my way up. Did all kinds of different jobs in between. But um, well,
1: go take us back to you said you've been doing this for three years. Take us back to how it all got started. You're working in the in the oil field, busting your ass. When did you find out that you were had some sort of talent singing?
2: Well, I'm always to his voice. <laughs> well, I'm sure well, he was right. like, I bet but, I can a sing. People,
1: <laughs> you know, that's what I guess Once so other people get, heard it, they were like, "Oh crap, man!" Like, yeah.
3: So, what I guess will get you about playing. With all these, like Cody Canada and stuff like that, because that's guys I grew up listening to. And I'm just like, dude, I don't yeah. even deserve to be on the same stage. Like, yeah. But um, mom had me in piano when I was four. It's part of that little Asian prodigy type <laughs> thing, you know. Asian. <laughs> and uh,
1: but uh, Asian bro- <laughs> she always me, No, nah, I did. <laughs> That was racist. A couple of times. Out. Race card.
3: Hey, no, it's not racist, but it's true, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> He's taking a note over there.
3: <laughs> no, go ahead. Keep it in. No, uh, <laughs> But uh, she would always tell me when I was a kid, sports, you know, I was pretty good at baseball and whatever, and, you know, like I said, I went to the Navy Academy. But mom would always say, don't want ever put down music because it's going to be the only thing that, even if you just listen to it on the radio, it's going to be the only thing you're going to take left besides, you know, I guess your school, but – So I'd always done kind of music. I just kind of put it away for the longest time. And when I started working, I was working for this old man out in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. And I'd bought a guitar at a pawn shop just because I thought it was cool. (laughs) And he uh, he said, "Bring it over and come play." And I said, "I have no clue how to play this thing, really." I said, "I kind of do. I don't." He said, "I said I sure as hell don't know any songs." He said, "Would you bring it over anyway?" I'm cooking. We ended up—I don't remember. I think we all got toasted, and (laughs) I just started making fun of people, just playing chords, and kind of always had that. And I was headed down to. Conroe, Willis area where I live now. And I was going to take another job down here as a welding technician. Stopped off in Crockett, Texas. Ate a Tex Mex restaurant. Good old Tata's Tex Mex. Crockett, yeah. Texas? Tex Mex? Yeah. Tex-Mex? yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> uh, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it was good enough to it's get a good. It's called
2: Tata's. It, it is It was called Tata's. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. Great name. Great name. Fair partner. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I call this Jimmy's Tata's podcast
1: <laughs> you can see my tata there you go
3: yeah. we support
2: sometimes. breast cancer that's why it's called yeah <laughs> keep a good like
1: wear the
3: loose shirt today <laughs> well so that's what me too I was like man dude I'm a. but no me I, too. I, uh, I stopped up in there and um my waiter was kind of cracking jokes you know stuff I've heard all my life and he probably was like dude you don't sound at all he's like I don't mean to stop you from ordering but you don't sound at all like you look and I was like man yeah I get it all the time <laughs> I just happened to be, Honesty. With, yeah, Be with some friends of mine and my buddy. He, I, I was sitting there with. He goes, "Man, you think that's messed up, y'all to hear this guy sing?" And I don't even know why he said it. Yeah, we had just got off a job and uh, guess we'd worked up a few years before in Ohio. But he was the same type. He would want me to bring a guitar out and he'd cook. And so I knew three songs all the way through. That was it. I told them that I said I only know three songs. Yeah. So they're like, well, "I don't care. Go get it and break it out." So. Right there in the whole bar area, I broke it out right in front of everybody at lunchtime and played all three songs I knew, and they were like, man, you ought to come back and play a show. I said, those are the only three songs I know. They said, just, just do it. And I said, all right, so. We'll book you for three songs. Right. How much does that pay? Oh, it was actually pretty $150. good. $150. Yeah. It was <laughs> actually pretty good. You know, no overhead besides gas getting out there. I'm I'm thinking about just No going band back. members to pay. No band members pay. I, I might just go back to it, do it yeah. five times a week, you know. But, uh. They asked me to come back, and I played, and I ended up meeting Trevor and his brother. And they said, man, do you, do you write music? And I said, no, I never gave a shot. And they said, well, just try it. And I said, well, I don't know the first step. So I just sat down. And I was in a hotel at the time down here, and I said, you know, whatever. I just So I started writing, putting words to paper and or words to iPhone. And I wrote three songs, and the third one was Half Whiskey Apple only. That's my favorite song ever made. <laughs> okay. And I sent it back to Trevor's brother, and he goes, cool, let's take it to the studio. I'll go. Cool. Don't know what you mean, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> and um, we took it up there, Rosewood Studios and Tyler, and Drew Hall and, and Carrie. They did really, really well on it. And uh, you wrote "Have Whiskey, Have Only." Yeah, and so, then I, which I sent it back to Trevor's brother. Did a little editing on it. it uh, yeah. What, what it. was that song inspired by? Kind of try to write analogies where no one really knows. Yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. Is that where songwriting starts? It can. I've wrote real commercial, I guess you could say, too, yeah. like Ice Cold Therapy. When I wrote that song, I was like, this yeah. is the dumbest song in the world. Yeah. Because I wrote it in, like, 15 minutes. It's our biggest one. Right. Yeah. So, wow. but, you know, I've got other ones, too, that, I, that probably never see the light of day that I wrote just, it doesn't make any sense to anybody but me. <laughs> and I think sometimes that's kind of the best way to get it off your chest. And right. so, with that Whiskey Have Lonely, I was like, you know what, like, I've had my heart broke. Yeah. Everybody, I think, you know, I think that's why they love country music, because they can relate to that way. But... Mm. I remember I was going through a really, really tough time, and I left and just went straight to a friend's house. He's like, just stay with me. Let's hang out. I said, all right. It was kind of one of them things where we were partying almost every night, and I was like, man, nothing's really helping here. Like, the drinking is not helping. You know, I was doing stuff I probably shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this isn't it. And it kind of took it where I think I'd went. He had some fishing poles and he lived kind of close to a lake. And I walked all the way down there. Yeah. Just told him I'm taking fishing poles. And I just walked out there and I can just remember just everything just being quiet. And I kind of just, right then and there, I was like, same thing as I've been saying. I was like, man, you've got one life. Yeah. Like, quit moping around. Is what it I'm is. sorry for yourself. So. But then I'm looking back on it when I was writing that song. I was like, but it was good to get with friends. It was good to get my mind off things that way too. So yeah. that's kind of what it was. Kind of like a little half whiskey. And then. You know, half-alonging is that kind song. of what it's about. So it was supposed to be meant to me only, understanding it. But <laughs> I think that's best, too, because then people like, get their own takes. Do on you it, think you that know. song kind of was like the segue to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you put out a single or an album or whatever, you're supposed to send it off to playlisting these days on Spotify and everything. I had no clue about any of that. Mm. So I think kind of the golden mark down here in Texas is always the million stream mark. But you definitely want them always more. But you know, I didn't have any playlisting. I didn't have any help with that song besides the people that started listening, like you and, and, and
1: fan, you know, when You started family, playing, playing it like uh, Game On and
3: stuff, and the people had yeah. the song, they yeah. started listening to it. And that's what – so when that thing hit a million streams, I like, even posted about it, I just was like, this is
1: all y'all. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, for y'all to take that – and and actually, Texas Music Pickers out of Huntsville, they took it too
1: and helped out with it. But that got the start bigger than it probably ever should have been. So, So I've had – a lot of debates and conversations with people, not artists directly, yeah. but people that follow or are fans of Texas music artists, especially the younger guys coming up, and I've worked with all of them. There was a lot of buzz and talk about why Cody Hibbert had got signed by Red 11. You know, Red 11 called me about you. Oh, yeah. I told you about yeah. that. They asked me for yeah. a reference on you, and they said, what do you think about this guy, Cody Hibbert? Have you worked with him? And I told them all about you and how I felt. Then they ended up signing you. There's all these other guys, and they're like, well how do you get that fast stream to be in Simon Road 11 and yeah. so this popularity, all these, you know, millions of streams. It's all about the songs, man. Like yeah. I get in my truck and I may put on Cody Hibbard's song, uh, half whiskey, half lonely, because I love that song. And I like that. Yeah. I connected it with it. If you don't, you want to write songs to put out songs. That's cool, but if your songs aren't connecting with people,
4: oh, if if you they're don't have go that,
1: you know, there's one hit wonders out there. If you just have one song that's, oh yeah, yeah, somebody relates to, and you're you set can for, life. for you're set for life because yeah. you can go play a whole concert and everybody will wait all night long for that last song to be played that you love. And I tell, and that's what I try to get across to these young guys. I'm like, until you find that song, until you cut that song that is connecting with millions of people, and, or that's that's a big hit, yeah. Like, you're just going in circles. Yeah. And don't cut – me. like, Jake Wertherson told me, he doesn't cut music just to cut music, yeah. which I respected that. Because that's the biggest question how'd you do it?
3: I'm like, man, well,
1: I went to do this with a game plan, and
3: the game plan is common sense. Yeah. Like you said, you can put out songs to just – and there are. There are a lot of fantastic writers and, and artists that put out the music just because they want to put it out, and it's great. And, and for me, I was just like, well, I want to put out the songs that I would thoroughly enjoy listening. Because at the end of the day, I'm just a – Dumb music lover,
0: right. you know, yeah.
3: where the the brainless, like, oh, that's great. I love that. I like the lyrics. I like the production. It's good to go. So with me, it's almost like a three-step deal where you have to put out songs that people are going to listen to because that's the hardest part for any up-and-comer. It's, just, you know, I got a white boy yeah. name. I know I don't <laughs> look white, but I got a white boy name, and I'm probably like the 20th Cody in this business. Right. So they're going to go, oh, another Cody. Like, they're going to keep scrolling in this day and age, right? We're yeah. So yeah. if you can get it on the playlisting or whatever, and that's why Spotify and all them Apple music help so much. Cause if you can get it on the playlist, they hear it once back. That's actually pretty good. And they start looking into it more. Yeah. Well, then they want to go to shows. So you got to put on a, you know, a badass mm-hmm. live show where they're going to mm-hmm. keep wanting more and more and more. And you got to know what your fan base wants. And it all comes back to being real. Right. right. You know, you can go put out a song on TikTok and it can go blow up and stuff like that. But, right. you know, if your fans don't really know who you are, the moment you put out another song that's, if they don't like, you're going to lose them all. I think we're starting to see that a lot more. I think labels and artists in general, they're being able to be able to find that. They put out the one good song, and then they're like, okay, that's my that's me. That's my groove. You know, go from there. But You got to have a banger. A banger. Kids call them bangers yeah. these days. Yeah, you got to have uh, a banger. And if you don't- have yet to find a banger, but yeah,
1: <laughs> right, but, I think you have a few bangers, but-
3: We got, we got some songs that have done well.
1: <laughs> you got to like- I just watched some of these guys, man, put out this music. And well, I guess during that time, they were asking, or people were talking about how you had made it so fast. I attribute it to you that, that yeah. song yeah. as one of the big reasons. But I'll Tell you why. Because even in that moment, I still hadn't made it. Yeah, And I
3: knew that in my head. Well, yeah. So. And that's in your humbleness, man. Uh, you know, yeah.
1: you, you working with you, you come in, you're humble, you're professional. You get some of these guys that are not even as successful as you, and they come in, they want the red carpet. They want all this, they want that, they think they're badasses. And it's like, man, y'all haven't even touched the surface of success in this business and man, that'll ruin you real fast. Yeah. But well, don't get me
3: wrong, I'm gonna be an asshole. Oh, I know. Yeah. I think anybody in the business can be. But yeah. I mean it is. It's you want it right, but I'm always open to if there's
1: a better way, I want to hear it. I'm down to try it. Keep but, that keep that attitude down. Yeah. Whatever you're doing in life, if you keep that attitude, like everybody's always learning. Right. Oh yeah. You're always gaining more knowledge. Right, Caitlin?
2: Definitely. I keep waiting for a question over
1: here. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin, come on. Who's your favorite Cody? (laughs) 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 Who's your favorite Cody? That's a really hard (laughs) question right now.
2: Um, Are we talking about music or are we talking about sports? Music. There's a lot of Codys.
1: Who's Cody in sports? Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) I
2: was just kidding. I don't really
3: know any
1: Codys in sports. She's a Steelers fan.
2: (laughs) I am a Steelers fan, but, you Um, know.
3: You know what they say about Steelers fans.
2: What, that we're amazing and we're hot?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with that because I really didn't have nothing. I'll
1: be honest. I think you're the first Steelers fan.
3: We're a banger. (laughs) We're a banger.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I'm a big sports fan, so we always do a sports segment on the the show. Are you a sports fan? Who's your favorite team? In what? Any sport. Astros. Oh, I'm I I grew up in Oklahoma,
3: technically, but there's no sports team at the time. Until the Thunder showed up. Yeah. So everybody was a St. Louis Cardinals fan. So screw this. Yeah. I like the way the Astros, Astros look back in the... Or the I love those Space the, City uniforms. Yes.
2: I can't get on them. Why? I do not like them. Why? I don't They're know. They're so awesome. But everybody's wearing them right now and... Super trendy. I wish they'd bring I back... I did not the, buy the jersey. I know jersey. they once in a while. Oh, old the school, old, like, like yeah.
3: 90s? Yeah, star logo. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: I do love that star logo. Yeah. That's actually the jersey that I, I got. What was it the
3: blue and yellow ones? Mm. I remember like Bagwell and Bijo wearing those back in the day. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. The killer bees.
2: No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Astros are off to a rocky start.
2: Yeah, we're not gonna do one last not, night though. Canada keeps like whooping our butt. I mean that. That's high. Yeah.
1: I know. And every time Springer hits that's a home a, run, that's a I get angry team, inside. Though. I'm like, man, they are a good
2: team, but I just like to rag on yeah. Canada first.
1: It's weird because they weren't that good last year. I yeah. don't know if they had injuries or what. But so I know Springer has were some injuries, developing quite a bit. But they have Biggio's son. Yeah. They have Guerrero mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah. Now they have Springer. Now yeah. uh, they have, they signed a couple good stars each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh yeah Gary brother. Yeah. They they're they're gonna be good for a while. I know. I posted in a royals hat the other day but i had to so. why mm-hmm. is that we went you just like the hat or we went and hung out with them oh
3: how did you? nice how uh, was the that the royals team well it was the they were it was the minor league spring training cool so we were doing a private party out there and then nick my drummer his cousin works for the Royals. gotcha so they invited us out and then there was a it's fun it's cool Got good treatment so
2: so you're gonna be a royals fan now? no okay no. <laughs> just to make i'll cheer. keep the hat
3: though <laughs> cheating on the Astros <laughs> I don't know I mean I, there's some uh, I'm more of a like I mean of course I'll always be a Strokes fan but I'm also like a certain player fan right because I can see that I want to see that
1: yeah. I want to see the work ethic I want to see the you know guys the work ethic I am dude I have a tweet that I remember f- that you posted and it hit home with me and like I wanted to steal it it was like if you're not willing to work hard you're not willing to put in the time or something like that like you're never going to make it with me or something like that yeah and I don't know if you meant by that, like in your band or in yeah. life or what, but... Yeah. It stuff going on, but it wasn't, yeah. It's an it wasn't you band, that yeah.
2: you'll never get. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you today, girl. You're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, here's the hardest thing about... Let's go back to work for a minute because I love to talk about it. It's hard to express yourself to your coworkers or to the people that work for you in a positive way when you're criticizing their work ethic without them getting upset. Yes. Because they take it so offensively. Oh, yeah. It's like, for me, it's been such a struggle as a leader. You have an employee, right? And they do so many good things. But you also have things they need to work on. Yes. But you can praise them a million times. You criticize them one time, they fall apart. And it's like learning how to – I'm sure you guys have dealt – you're a business owner. You run a band. Mm -hmm. like. We have to be bosses sometimes. And oh, my band hated me. <laughs> I'm sure when I first started, uh, they Give me probably a story. still do. <laughs> Give me a story. No, it's just
3: man, you it make was, them
2: money right, now, so they're kind of nice. Well, it was
3: coming off going back to me learning how to be human again. Yeah, coming off you know the oil fields where you yeah. worked. Oh yeah, 60, 70, 80, 90 hours mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. and then come back to a band where these boys are <laughs> play music for a living. You know, yeah. and you have to be like, and not saying that they didn't have work because they they do. They all my yeah. boys. They're my go-to. Yeah. Those are my guys. I don't keep anyone in my team that I wouldn't, Die for, for real. It. Yeah, go for. But it was hard for me at the time, and it was it was a lot on me to remember that hey, these guys may be working forty hours a week. Their job might not be as stringent as you showing up a minute earlier and you're run off, you know. And the whole well, forty hours a
1: week though, that's that to me. That, if, if, a- if you if you want to work forty hours a week, here's what I tell people: Okay, then you're gonna be an average Joe. Okay, the average Joe works 40 hours a week. That's what yeah. the average American works. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to make the average pay, the average, that's fine. I'm not against that. Like, that's fine. But if you want the red carpet demands and you want the big salaries, you want the extra time off, you want the all that extra stuff, the nice vehicles, nice home, the if all you're working is 40 hours a week, I mean, that's going to be hard to yeah. attain. Even if it's 40 hours in that one job and then an extra 20.
3: Working elsewhere. at the house saying right. you're just trying to build, you know, something from sure. the ground up. I always say there's always work to be done. And, and, and Always. So, for me, like I said, I always had to back up with my, you know, band or whoever was on my team in time and be like, dude, okay, just calm down a little bit. You're, you're expecting way too much. These guys, you know, come from different backgrounds compared to – because I grew up on a big farm, too. Dad was the exact same get. way, you know, and, and so –
2: You're up at listen, sun. I'm a lot more
3: – whether it's because I'm getting older or it's because – I've mellowed out a little bit. I'm, I'm looking old, yeah, dude. Uh, that's why I wear the hat real low, so you don't even see the gray hairs anymore. You see yeah.
4: <laughs> but then you've we'll gotten old those last few fox. years, you know. Right?
3: Yeah. I don't know if they because my hair's so dark. I don't know if it'd be a silver fox like Jimmy could pass
1: off as a, I ain't. I'm a yeah. uh, 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 silver sloth. Yeah. Need some just for men. <laughs> oh man. What, what? How many hours a week do you work?
2: You're talking about me? Yeah. Well, I'm also a mother, so uh, I, I don't – that – really? You want to what? say something? Okay, hold on.
1: Let's let talk about this for a second. Let's I heard, be real. I heard somebody say that they were, they were like – one of the comedians, it was one of their, one of their sets because they had this list of like top hardest jobs in the country and like number three was like being a mother. Yeah. And it was like, hold on, wait. My favorite um, – oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. I respect moms, by the way. I I, well, I, have a song, I have a song called Ask Your Mother, so yeah, I can't, I yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for mothers. I do, too. I just don't think it's one of the hardest
3: jobs in the, in the world. I still think but. it's funny that there was another comedian bit where Oprah said that being a mother is one of the hardest <laughs> jobs in the world. And yeah. the guy was like, hm. Oprah's not even a mom. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
2: I still respect that she respected us, okay? I mean, I, I, was,
3: hey. I respect all
1: mothers. I I respect all I empower women. I look women, I love women. Yes. I, I yeah. walked into my office today after I got back from my bookkeeping meeting with my CPA. And there was five women in my office. And I'm yeah. like, man, there's a lot of women in here. What I'm empowering in? women. <laughs> I, had I'm Shelby, a I had Shelby. I had Shelby. I had Dallas. I had Lindsay, Lindsay's mom, and then Caitlin showed up. Oh. Five women, all that work either Rory. for me or with me. Oh, Rory, six. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like, man, I need I need another male in here.
2: Yes. And then Cody shows up. Oh, up.
1: But all these girls and all these women, and they all love me, and they're all amazing. I don't and know. They do s- all smell better
3: than my band.
1: <laughs> Go right around a band. Yeah, so what's fruit. you like to work with six dudes? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I've done that, too, in the military, but... Well, I
3: was going to say, you were... Yeah, you know, it's a... Uh,
1: women are more caring.
2: Put together. Yes.
1: If you can understand me, like... Yeah. The more that you show me you care about me and love me, like, the more... Happy I am.
2: (laughs) We understand that about men. Trust me. We Um, manipulate. Oh,
1: here we go. Now let's talk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to say, because you you mentioned an average Joe, an average American, how do I sign up to be an average European? Because they get like two months off or like, you know, what they call a holiday. So you can move to Europe. (laughs) It's really hard to get citizenship over there. I've already tried.
1: Well, keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: are you, oh, are you offering to send me over there? Uh, I don't know if I have. I heard it.
1: <laughs> Mark it down. Save that clip.
3: Just we
2: saying, can go on vacation over I there. I can take Boots for Troops global.
1: Well, are we going to serve
2: just the care European military? Oh,
1: See, I feel like
3: if you take it fun? global and you still—it's already there. global, by the way. Right, it is because yeah. we send care packages is. everywhere. <laughs> I was just, but yeah. that's
2: why I said, if you heard me, not just with but, care packages, uh, we're gonna send.
3: I feel like once you take the work me. from here over Bulbas? there, Bulbas over <laughs> yeah. there,
1: you still don't get the two months off. Yeah,
2: you uh, get 30 yeah. days off
1: a year, and the military paid.
2: I mean, let's be real. If I'm working for Jimmy Rogers, I probably don't get any time I was off. So you're
1: probably not. Oh, that's ready. not true.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to be calling me, really, Caitlin? Where are you? to speech? <laughs> What's happening right now? I wish
1: I could act that way. Not when, not when you have women working for you. <laughs> you a, one, yeah. Why don't you have a big festival at a to speech? Huh? There you go. There two, we go. Two birds, all right. Stone. We, or uh, we can do whatever. anything we want to do. It just takes a little bit of effort and you know planning you got to find the sure. nudist beach first.
2: The sponsors of the nudist beach. That would be the what is, <laughs> what is a nudist beach? Could imagine?
1: What is a nudist beach?
3: Have you ever been to me.
2: Vermont? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's where no. you just, everyone's nude.
1: Oh. Would the yeah,
3: artists yeah, they're have they're to play nude?
2: sponsors? Ooh.
3: Jimmy would have to be nude. Well. <laughs> announcing everything. Nobody would look me in the eyes.
2: Wait. Can you imagine the three of you if you're, if you're sitting on a beach right now doing a naked podcast? It'd be amazing. No.
3: Well, it would be very distracting. (laughs) I wouldn't be looking at Jimmy as much. I know that.
0: (laughs) The Sailor Jimmy podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Rooftop Solutions. Steven Smolko and his team are the best in the roofing business. If you've noticed roof damages or signs of roof damage, suspect a leak, or have neighbors who've had roof repairs or replacements, chances are it's time to have your roof checked out. Our team of experts will inspect your roof for free and, if needed, guide you through the insurance claim process and restore or repair your roof to mint condition, leaving you with the peace of mind that comes with knowing your family and your largest investment are safe and secure. Give us a call at 832-512-5758. Again, that's 832-512-5758. <laughs> would think...
1: you be looking at it? <laughs> well, I gotta mean, I mean, I mean,
0: like, be looking off in the distance. Yeah. 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 I
2: think yeah, we right. would all make eye contact. I think that's like the whole thing. Is did you keep eye contact? But I keep looking keep at your balls. Contact. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: I'd probably put my hat down even lower. Here comes what about you, John? <laughs> it
0: would be like that show, uh, naked and afraid yeah, when they first right? meet each other. You know, everybody's like trying so hard to just
2: yeah, I, could totally,
0: yeah. I could be but I could be. I could
1: be messing with John the whole time. Just be like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that show trips hey, me. Yeah, up, and I'm staring in the
4: camera.
3: John yeah. would be back. John would be back there naked, and you'd be like, "Hey, man, you didn't have to. It's all good.
0: Just, I don't. I don't know if you're filming depending naked. On YouTube, you you didn't have to be naked. To, it wasn't
1: your. Yeah, part
0: of this. Yeah. Have y'all
2: ever seen the movie <laughs> Waiting?
1: Oh, who yeah. hasn't?
2: Okay, great. So you know, like when they're doing the whole <laughs> yeah. goat thing. Yeah. That's like that could be our new thing. Let's do it right now. I'm kidding.
1: Oh, this what did you show. sign me up for? I don't know. <laughs> just lucky you only had one whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite whiskey? Half whiskey, half lonely. Yeah, Any of <laughs> them? that's a good
3: one. That would
2: actually be a nice whiskey bottle name. Yeah, for I
3: was sure. thinking about it. Any of I'm them that it. don't have Evan Williams in it, I hate Evan Williams. Why? I don't know. I just can't do Evan Williams. Yeah. I know
1: later on there comes up in the, the sponsorships. Show. They're a sponsor of the
3: show. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They don't sponsor me. I don't know. I like them. They're like,
2: we'll give you a million dollars to start drinking arts and talking about it. You're still gonna say no?
1: Yeah. No, he would not say no. Dang. Oh no.
2: Like you would take No, yeah. He would take. And you would start drinking it. I'd
3: hoard myself out to Evan Williams.
2: Okay, Evan Williams. You heard it.
1: I drink it too. What's
3: my face. What
2: wouldn't you do for money? This is a good segment. <laughs> this is what we should go with.
1: Oh, man. Me have Jesse Payton on.
3: I don't know if I'd stare at a Jimmy Naked, naked for money. <laughs> You'd do that for $10. $10. <laughs> is that
1: your, your rate this day? These what wouldn't I do I for, I for money? money. Gosh. Your rate went up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I needed the money. Oh, man. It's been a fun show today. You have one of your biggest fans in the studio today, watching Dallas. Yeah, Wilson. She, her, and I actually met through you at one of when you came and played my birthday. your free. birthday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she won't leave me alone. She's all up my ass and shit. So now you had to hire her. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. she, yeah, she makes good drinks though. No, so. I love her. She
2: does. Um, I'm really enjoying this,
1: and it's a birthday. And she it's birthday. Dallas is one of the few people in my life that I can insult and be serious, and she can insult me back, and we can laugh and just move on with our day. <laughs> and I love that about her. Nothing's ever too serious. But she had a question. We were trying to think about questions we were going to ask you, and she said, well, we want to do a Cody Fest, yes. like a Cody Music Fest. There was, a, there was a tweet going around the Cody Fest, and it showed a bunch yeah. of Cody names. And, and we were wondering, if you were doing a Cody Fest, what Codys would be on it?
3: Well, Cody Johnson, of course. Yeah. Cody Cannon, Whiskey
1: Myers, Cody Canada. I know one big one you're missing. Cody Jinx. Cody Jinks. Bam. Yes. Jinx That's, would just think of that. that lineup, though. You would Cody, just have to have it. I mean. It'd Cody Johnson, Cody Jinks, Cody Hibbert, Cody Canada, Cody Cannon. Man. Yeah. What would you pay to see that? Well, you what can put me like pay? at the after party because I would want to watch that festival <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Right? Yeah. We'll put you. We'll let you go. You could like, be the
3: opener. <laughs> no, I don't want to open. I want to do it at the end. I just watch the whole show then go I have to go play. That would be. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. Because then y'all be so plastered, it wouldn't matter what I sound like. Yeah, girl. Cody Fest. <laughs> Cody Fest. You guys should get together and do that. Someone ought to. I figured somebody would by now.
2: I've been saying it for.
3: That's what even lady, Ray Wiley Hubbard said in that song. Jimmy Cody
2: James lady, Dollar
1: Valor Entertainment. Yeah.
2: Need big sponsors. Yeah. So I think so I'm going to take, take this over. A, uh, I'm yeah. just going to do it. Go for it. I'm All telling right. you, I'm going to do it. There you You're going to do it? Yeah. I'll help you. I'm going to do it. Just do it. What Get you your people
3: you <laughs> to talk to my people.
4: <laughs> there you go. We'll do it at the
1: Astrodome.
3: the Astrodome is not
1: open.
2: No. Uh, it is to put like cow shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be a perfect spot for a Cody Fest. <laughs> Dude, I snuck into the Astrodome last year when I was at the rodeo. We like opened the doors. Yeah. And it's disgusting in there. Do they
2: actually not even put livestock in there anymore? No. Oh, no. okay. My bad. That's so why I made that joke.
1: watching all them huh? good games, retract drawing that, up, John. the home run derbies and all that. No, do not retract that, John. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Cody, thanks for being here today, man. Oh, I appreciate, appreciate it. appreciate yeah, it. It's actually one of my more favorite episodes me. today. Yeah. had a lot of fun. Should we talked about work a the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. That's how boring therapy. our lives are. <laughs> it's therapy, man. We just talk about work. Caitlin, <laughs> thank you for being here. As well as every other enjoy week. It. John, thank you for producing. Dallas, thank you for watching. Shout out to Texrax, AC Refrigeration.
0: Here in Texas, it seems each year the weather's becoming more and more extreme. Heating, air conditioning, and refrigeration maintenance, repair, and replacement can no longer be left to your run of the mill contractor. In today's world, you need a company that can provide not only top-notch services, but also provide excellent customer service and is reliable, honest, and professional. Well folks, we're here to tell you, Texas Refrigeration and AC Services, better known as TX Racks, is the company you've been looking for. Texas-born, Texas-owned, with 30-plus years of experience, TX Racks offers a full range of services for residential and commercial heating, cooling, and refrigeration. If you're looking for the best of the best to handle your preventative maintenance, which will keep your equipment operating efficiently and prevent unnecessary breakdowns. If you're looking for a company that is well-trained in indoor air quality to keep your family and employees healthy and happy. If you're looking for a company with integrity, reliability, and great customer service, look no further. TX Racks has you covered. They offer a full range of air conditioning, heating, and refrigeration services, using the most up-to-date technology and training, with a mobile app to keep you informed about the arrival of your technician and the expert knowledge and experience to evaluate the quality of air you're breathing, along with always providing a live professional to take your call. TX Racks keeps Texas homes and businesses warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and keeps all of us covered with the best warranties in the business. Always on time, always dependable. Call TX Racks for all your cooling, heating, and air quality needs. TX Racks is your go-to in Texas. Always ready to rack up on satisfied customers. Call TX Racks today. We love you,
2: Dougie Fresh. We
1: love you, Dougie Fresh. By the way, you are sitting in the TX Racks cool seat today. Mm. So while my butt feels cool. So when your it AC is. goes out, refrigeration. Call Dougie Fresh. Call Dougie Fresh at TechRacks. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Rooftop Solutions, in North America, all of our wonderful show sponsors. And we'll see you guys next week on the Sailor Jimmy Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jimmy, check us out on the web at sailorjimmy.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash sailorjimmytx, on Instagram at sailorjimmytx, and on TikTok at sailorjimmy. We'll see you next time.